Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Manoff, and today I sit down with style consultant, designer, and model, Alayli May. Alayli is often referenced as a woman who managed to break through the boys' club that is streetwear. I wanted to ask her about the industry's current state of inclusivity, as well as its direction as it seems to be taking over fashion as a whole. Welcome, Alayli. How are you? Good, and you? Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for taking the time. What are you doing over there? You are getting your hair done. What's going on? I'm getting my hair done. We are getting ready for the day. I have a shoot with a network. So um, we're going to have a good time. Um, so yeah, just another day in the life of. <laughs> and, um, yeah, try to get a lungs done because I leave tomorrow for uh, Paris Fashion Week. So busy, busy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that. Tell me about, uh, let's just talk about that real quick. Uh, fashion Week, um, the importance of being there. Um, what's your take on Fashion Week as it stands today? Yes, yeah, so this is actually a really important Paris Fashion Week. Um, this is women's, um, but also this is the first time a lot of us have been able to go back from Paris after, um, well, since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so it's honestly, I feel like every time I go to Paris, there's always months in between that I'm just growing as a person. So every time I go back, honestly, it's a new experience. Um, and I get really excited. I feel like I'm, you know, in this new state of mind now. And, you know, you're just, you pay attention to different details, you know. So um, I'm actually just excited to, you know, get back you know, dress up because I, a lot of us have been in our sweatsuit outfits, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited to get dressed and really just get inspired. Honestly, every time I go to Paris, I just feel really inspired to just create new things. And, you know, and it's the reason why I love fashion, you know. Exactly. I love that you're still inspired. Some people are so down on Fashion Week and it's just the ultimate inspiration to me. Thank you for saying yeah. that. <laughs> and you know, you have your ups and downs, but I think it also, that's a reflection of life too. You know, it's a reflection of like what's going on in our current state. So, um, you know, it's like every show is a different feeling and um, you're kind of tapping into that designer world, you know? So yeah, I, I tend to look at it like that. It, and it's also, I mean, again, you're just in Paris. It's just so beautiful. And you're just <laughs> like, wow, I never thought in a million years, maybe as a young girl that I would be here, you know, for business. Um, I think exactly. <laughs> I'm so jealous. That sounds amazing. So tell me, for those who don't know, you said you're in Paris, you're going to be inspired. Um, yeah. You also alluded to every day is different. For those who don't know all that you do, uh, walk us through your current resume and or day to day. What are you up to? Yeah, well, so I pretty much juggle under, you know, it's like the fashion umbrella. And then, you know, I just love everything beneath that. So I am a stylist. And I'm also... You know, I design Air Jordan sneakers. Um, so one of yes. many women, um, but not enough women, <laughs> uh, to, <laughs> you know, break into this space. And um, also, you know, I literally, you know, do the fashion weeks and influencer things. So, um, you know, we are we are just enjoying every bit of it. And I also like, you know, 
one day I have a different hat on. I think that's also what keeps me going too, is just because, you know, you're working at it from different angles and, um, you know, you kind of take that back and use it on yourself as well, you know? Exactly. Well, the first woman to, do I have it correct, to design, collaborate with a, with Jordan on a sneaker. Tell me about that Jordan relationship, partnership, um, how it came to be. Let's start there. Yeah. So um, basically, I was working at this place called RSVP Gallery in Chicago, and it is owned by Don C. and Virgil Abloh, um, which many of us know today who that is. They're <laughs> 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 for men's Louis Vuitton and also owns Off-White has a lot of Nike collaborations as well. But um, yeah, I was working at their store while I was going to college in Chicago. And, you know, through that store, I met so many people, but it was also the first place that I was seeing, you know, luxury brands. This is 2010. Um, I'm seeing luxury brands and street brands all in one space next to art, next to, you know, people that look like myself. And, you know, during that time, that was hard to find. And um, just really being in that space helped, again, inspire me and also introduced me to so many great people. So I actually was introduced to the people for Jordan brand. And um, I would say maybe like six years later, that's when they actually reached out, um, you know, just saying like, we love that you love sneakers and, you know, you're always wearing a Air Jordan one, you know, we would love to get your opinion on, you know, some things we have coming up. So eventually went to Portland, probably maybe like four months later and we just hit it off and they asked, you know, if you wanted to do an Air Jordan, what would you do? And I definitely just shot for the stars and said an Air Jordan one. And, um, you know, they were kind of like, okay, you know, kind of thinking about it. And (laughs) we're here in like the Nike campus in the Michael Jordan building, you know, I'm there by myself as well too. So it's like so much to take in, you know, you don't have that that you can look next to and you guys are looking at each other like, whoa, this is crazy. It's just kind of like, you in your own head, you're like, uh, whoa, you know, <laughs> but a uh, great experience. And honestly, yeah, from there, we just started working together and, um, created magic. Um, they asked me, they said, you know, what would, would you want this for men or for women? And I was like, I mean, if I can make it for both, that's naturally, you know, what type of person I am. I love to mix men's and women's clothes. And um, because I like what looks fresh, you know, I don't think that has a gender on it. And so naturally became the first woman to have a unisex sneaker. So mind you, in the history of Jordan brand, you know, this is seven years after the first woman, which was Vashti Cola. So you have to think in that time span, it's like, wait, the second woman, you know, and it's like, it's, it's taken this long guys to create another shoe, you know? Um, (laughs) but yeah, you know, breaking some barriers there. And also again, just taking what that foundation was, you know, laid before me with women like Vashti and then running with it, you know? So, you know, I've been blessed to just keep going and now we are on our fifth sneaker. (laughs) 
Oh, wow. I yeah. love that. Tell me about the collaboration process and how, um, I guess, how much creative freedom you have. I would think that they let you do your thing. And I would think that you they would know, you being a sneaker fan, that you wouldn't, I guess, uh, do anything crazy to deviate from, I guess, the heritage or the original style. What's the collaboration process? Yeah, the collaboration process, honestly, it's, um, you know, they're definitely very open to my opinions or, or what silhouettes, you know, that I like. Um, so that's always been amazing. And um, also, you know, I think the more, uh, I guess, seasoned I get in this, the more that I'm willing to try out, you know, newer silhouettes, maybe the not as popular ones, you know, that people gravitate towards. And I think also it just kind of teaches this younger generation about, you know, different silhouettes in the Jordan brand. Um, so they're really open to that. And honestly, they've been great in, you know, hearing me out. And, you know, I think from my standpoint, um, you know, Jordan's every silhouette has its own story. And I feel like with that, you know, the smart way to go about it is, okay, what story can I tell for women? You know, what story, the story that I have is actually from a woman's perspective. And that's one woman's perspective. It's not everybody's, but it's definitely one that needs to be told. And so, you know, my whole thing has, okay, every, you know, story that I tell, make it be worth it. Because again, Michael Jordan stories, you have, you know, one was based off of, you know, the flu games that is Michael Jordan had the flu and, you know, he still pushed through and it's all about this, these stories of like perseverance. And, you know, again, how does that relate to my life? What is a story that, I can say I pushed through and, you know, kind of was like Mike in that situation. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know that flu game story. That's interesting. Would you say that women are looking for something different in a sneaker? Uh, you know what? I think we we are looking for, you know, equality. It's like if you're going to make the same shoes that Michael Jordan wore, how come we can't have it in our size? Why does it stop? You know, if if that wears a size five in women's good luck ever finding that size in some the silhouettes or colorways you know so I think it's really just again including us in it and also getting our perspective of it because you know the eyes of a woman is going to look different on a Jordan than you know a, a male's perspective so you know also I always try to say like women usually are the times that are buying these shoes. They're buying them for their children. They're buying them, you know? And so it's important that we're also included. There's a lot of fresh moms out there who, you know, want to get right to, or maybe have like that matching pair with their son or their daughter. So again, it's, it's really just creating this open space for people to, you know, feel comfortable in being themselves. You don't always have to wear heels. You can switch it up and still be sexy. You can still be super fresh. You know, you can still be mm -hmm. a tomboy and dance in it and have fun and live your life. So that's really what it's about. What did you find leading up to the Jordan collab in terms of, I don't know if you would label yourself a sneakerhead, but in being a fan of sneakers and Jordan realizing that, um, did you have a 
a community? What Did you talk sneakers with girls? Did women see themselves in that world or say, you know, that's not for me? Um, what was the state of, I guess, um, women gravitating, loving, being fanatics of sneakers at the time? Yeah. I mean, honestly, growing up, it's always been around me. And I feel like, you know, I grew up in South Central Los Angeles. All the girls around me had on, you know, Jordans and Air Forces and Air Maxes, you know. So again, they were wearing it with their Chanel or their Gucci bag. And these are the first things that I'm seeing that helped inspire my personal style. So, you know, I'm, again, I'm product of my environment. So of course I'm like, Ooh, I want the fresh Jordans. Ooh, I want some Chanel sunglasses to go with it or a Gucci belt. And, um, you know, naturally again, all the girls around me look like me, you know? So I think it's also, as you get older, you know, I guess it's this idea of like, okay, when you become a woman, you have to wear X, Y, and Z and those sneakers, you got to give those up girl, you know, but it's like the older that I'm getting, women like myself, too, is like, no, I'm going to keep wearing this. What do you mean? You know, this is my heritage as well. So um, the sneaker space, I feel like on a social media platform, definitely is getting bigger, definitely is growing. There's definitely women who are getting inspired all around the world. You know, there may be a, a woman all the way on the other side of you know, the world and, and feel like, oh, I think I want to go and get some Jordans because she saw, you know, someone over here wearing it and it looked fresh to her, you know? So this a space that's growing. There's always been, you know, sneakerhead women around, you know, even before my time, let's say 80s, 90s, of course, you know? I feel like it's growing on a span of how many people can see it now, you know, we can see the progress in it and we're definitely making a lot of progress, but I feel like we just started, you know, we just started being able to have these panels and these clubs of women who can talk about this and really change the industry because now there's, you know, you don't have to have a middleman to go to the corporate company. The corporate companies tap into what we are already in and can see what's going on, you know? For sure. Where are you seeing the most progress? Because I know that recently I was talking to chief brand officer at at GOAT, and we were looking at, you know, combing through the, the site, and they have some new, um, I guess, updates, and the, the homepage is almost equal footing to to men and women, yeah. um, which it was it's inspiring to me. Um, but yeah, where are you seeing good progress? I think I'm definitely seeing good process where – I'm seeing a lot of women talk to each other about what needs to change. You know, I feel like I'm seeing more groups of women like that and more groups of women doing sneaker blogs, you know, reviewing sneakers, more women, you know, showing, I mean, we'll be the first to sit there and show you how to put an outfit together. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, again, I, I would even say like, you know, from, let's say my third release in 2019 to, you know, now there's so many more like TikTok or, you know, kind of, um, what's the other one called? Why do I feel old? The TikTok, <laughs> TikTok reels, um, reels. You know, that kind of show again, like how to put it together or first look at 
you know, these sneakers, I'm seeing way more of that. And um, it actually, again, it makes me excited because I think my whole thing is, yes, I design a sneaker, of course, with like my personal style included, but I love to see how other women put it together and how they're enjoying it. Um, That's really what the experience is, the experience of the consumer, you know, even more so than um, totally. the person designing it. The person designing it helps inspire you to wear the sneaker, but you know, you're going to take that and you're going to wake up and say, oh, I have to do this today. I'm going to put these on, you know? Let's take a quick break. We have to circle back to your amazing, okay, RSVP gallery. I have to tell you, in Chicago, I that was on Damon. I lived mm-hmm. like behind it. My my apartment oh, backed wow. up to RSVP gallery. No. I was on Winchester and I was oh just like, God. this is too good. I was there all the time. But I have to tell you, did you realize at the time, like this hotbed of talent, like where you were and the significance of this place? It's major. Honestly, you know, it's crazy. I actually stumbled upon the Tumblr of RSVP gallery when I already decided I was moving to Chicago. It was probably like a month out and I kind of stumbled upon it. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this place when I go to Chicago. (laughs) And uh, yeah. Even with that, they started having like in store. So one of them was like Pharrell's group, NERD. And then they had another one with Kid Cudi. And so, you know, me and my friends would get in line and wait. And um, it was actually the night of the Watch the Throne tour concert going in Chicago that um, I got offered a job. So I was like, whoa, this is crazy. You know, me, you know, fresh out of high school, just you know, again, being in this space that I feel like represents me is, you know, amazing. And it was a lot of young people who worked around me. And honestly, what is crazy is RSVP definitely breeds winners because, you know, um, the manager at the time that I worked with, he now has an art gallery. He now works with Travis Scott, you know, and, and then there's someone like myself. And then, you know, even Virgil before this was before off white, we didn't know one day he'd be the men's creative director at Louis Vuitton. That's just, you know, sounds crazy. Right. Sounds like a dream. Right. So, you know, it's really, again, these are people that, you know, still inspire me even from a distance, you know, it's like, keep going yep. and, um, you know, whatever you want to do, just work at it think that we need to do a story on like, I don't know, the alum, alumni. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, what is everyone doing? We could like ha- make a chart six degrees up. <laughs> no, seriously, it's like pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, was that kind of crucial or was that one of the early points in kind of making um, connections, I guess, that helped to launch your career. I know that you are um, a style consultant. Some of your um, clients, a major, I mean, Jaden Smith, people may not only major in, in their own celebrity, but in terms of their style and um, the inspiration that their style, everybody looks up to them. Kendrick Lamar. Can you tell me about kind of how you facilitated some of those partnerships? Maybe they found you on Instagram. Yeah, honestly, it wasn't even on Instagram. It's honestly, it's through you know through who you know and um everything was kind of just like a six degree separation oh my gosh oh you want a stylist oh yeah Alayla's in the back and you're like oh okay yeah let me hit her up or it uh I you know a lot of times oh I'm looking for a stylist for blah 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 like oh my homegirl can do it and you know just been blessed to be in that space where everybody is really just trying to help each other and 
you know, that's what's important is, you know, you build together and you, everyone, again, keeps building. And, um, you know, just letting people know, like, you got to put it out there too as well. Like, hey, if anybody, you know, is looking for a stylist, I can definitely help. Um, so, yeah, it's it's na- literally all natural. And um, I think that's what makes it even more, you know, cooler is this is like, nah, you guys really, you know, trust me with your vision, not only just like kind of what you see on the internet. When you style someone, is it more about them? Do you have a signature um, style that translates to your clients? I, I tend to think of you as like kind of LA, but also streetwear, but also luxury. Like there's yeah. this great mix that's hard to define. How would you define it? And yeah, how does that translate to the client? Yeah. Um, with the client, again, it really just depends on what the mood board is looking like, you know, how they're feeling. My most important thing is that I have a talk with the client because I need to see where their head's at. And, you know, let's say you see them in the same look, but maybe they've been wanting to try something different. And, you know, they think that this project, it will show that I really just base it off of, you know, what their needs are, not necessarily like my personal style, you know? Um, So, yeah. And I think, again, people understand that and they also relate. And I feel like also, you know, when they come to you, they're definitely, they see something that they can kind of get off in an outfit with you. So it's really just having everybody in mind. I think that's the most important part, especially when styling someone. Yeah, I feel like um, you have a great following, well, uh, 500K plus on, on Instagram. I'm sure brands are coming to you left and right. Are you, um, I guess, what brands are worthy of your time? What brands, um, is there a certain criteria you'll work with people, you know, does it have to be something you use organic? What's, what's your criteria? Yeah, my criteria, honestly, like I work with a lot of underground brands I, I and I work with a lot of high-end, very well-known brands. For me, I think it's really just, does this align with my personal vision? Does this align with my personal style? Does this align of the style that I'm evolving into? You know, so that's really the questions that I ask when, you know, uh, thinking about different brands as well. Um, because a lot of times it's it's really fun to get into like these different characters of yourself really at the end of the day, you know? And so it's, for me right now, it's really fun to experiment. You know, I did something with Moogler and it was, the whole thing was about their new perfume, Alien Goddess. And it's like, what? I've always wanted to be an alien goddess, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, ideally it's like, it's like acting when you're playing different roles, but you're also accepting the roles that you know that like, yeah, this is the one, you know? Uh, So same, same difference. Yeah. Are they increasingly asking for TikTok content and how are you kind of uh, managing that mix? Yeah. um, TikTok content. I've actually don't have a TikTok. Um, (laughs) uh, I think, you know, some brands know what to get when they hire me. Um, you know, slowly gonna ease into that space. I feel honestly, and to be completely honest, it's just like, yeah, when I'm in it, I'm like working, you know. So it's hard to like think about TikTok in those moments because I'm very focused. Um, but I mean, yeah. you know, if 
somebody there, obviously it'll probably make everything much easier for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, speaking of video, I know you're doing something exciting coming up. Um, I'm very into this rise of live stream shopping. Um, tell me what you're working on with Network. Yeah, so I am actually the co-host of, um, you know, the festival that actually that's what I'm getting ready to do today. So we're getting the hair done. And um, yeah, I, honestly, it's it's really cool because not I would say like 98% of my personal shopping is online. You know, now that I have the Loette and everything down, we just go to the tailor if we need to. But um yeah, I do a lot of shopping online. So I think that this is just a great place to, again, to see or, yeah, to see all these things from, again, wherever you are. Um, and it's really just kind of tapping into, you know, what this new future consumer is, which is really important, you know. Again, honestly, you can reach so many people and not be in one exact place. And um, that's what's exciting. I actually am waiting to see what are all the products that they're going to sell because I might have to buy something. <laughs> <laughs> you might. I know Looking some of them are very exciting. For the uh, for the house. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I know some of them are exclusive drops. Our drops and that exclusivity, will that always be a part of streetwear? Is that still, I guess, what's fueling, um, I don't want to say hype, but fueling, yeah, the, the excitement around the industry? Where, where do you drop stand and that exclusivity? Um, you know, I think exclusivity, it's definitely, there definitely needs to be more people. Again, for me, you know, I'm focused on, you know, getting the women right, you know, making them feel included in things. Um, unfortunately, we deal with, you know, internet things like bots and, you know, all the weird, like, codes to get around things. Um, so that's kind of, and also it's like, I guess it's a part of the natural process of, you know, the internet. Um, so it's not like something we can just completely eliminate, but we've, you know, tried to, you know, you have the drops with sneakers and things like that, where it kind of kicks out a lot of that stuff. But um, yeah, my whole focus is really just trying to include more women's brands, more women's um, ideas, more women's uh, products, um, you know, and of, of course, you know, unisex as well. So, um, you know, really just tapping into that space and again, seeing what's out there. I mean, you know, even with me being the host, I feel like it, it again is helping other people like, Hey, we actually need to get this whole women's market rolling guys. Cause look at this feedback, <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like uh, you're inspiring me and I want to go, go a lady because I feel like there is this, um, empire you're you're about to <laughs> is it are you going to be moved beyond like collaborations have your own brand like is there uh is that something you're interested in yeah and I think that you know has slowly come with the evolution I feel like at every step in you know my personal work I've just kind of sat there for a little bit marinated you know you got to marinate enough to get all the flavors you know and then put it on the grill it's like amazing <laughs> Um, so that's really how I try to treat it, you know, just patience, kind of savoring up 
you know, those specific times and then saying, okay, how do I elevate this? You know? Um, so even when it was styling, it was like, wow, I've always loved design. I've always loved sneakers. This is a natural elevation creating sneakers. Boom. And then again, tapping into that, but also creating, we created some, uh, two collections with the Jordan brand. So it came with merch as well as shoes. Um, so again, a part of the natural process of being a designer, let me try some, let me try some clothes now. So, you know, I feel like I've just always been like, you know what, I'm open to trying it. And, um, you know, I can, at the end of the day, I can say, I absolutely do not like doing this and we'll never do it again, but you kind of got to try it out in order to like really solidify, you know, but I feel like people always talk about, oh, this slasher generation. And it's like, honestly, this slasher generation is nothing new. You know, artists were not only just painters, they were sculptors, they were, you know, they did ceramic, you know, again, it's kind of still under this fashion umbrella, just kind of exploring everything to do with style and clothing and fabrics and, you know, experiences. So, yeah. Well, last question. If looking forward, I mean, I want to ask about the future of streetwear, but as the the I guess industry really uh, becomes integrated in every field of fashion, and it's really luxury is streetwear. Anyway, is is streetwear is just clothes? Would you say? And what, what's the future of it? Yeah, I, it's funny because it's like there's like this word streetwear, right? Like wasn't around, but streetwear was around. You know, again, even before. I have, I have younger parents, so, you know, they were always hit. They were always listening to the music that influenced their fashion. You know, also my dad coming from South Central Los Angeles, again, a place where, you know, there is this personal style, there's this personal touch to it. Um, so it's, it's always been around and it's always been creating waves that I feel like definitely influence. Now we're seeing even more influence of, you know, what we've did past and present. Um, but I think it's also just this merging of worlds that honestly needs to happen. There needs to be this, this, um, relatability, you know, and, um, I think also older, these older houses are realizing like, wait, in order to move forward, we need to have inclusivity. You know, we need to include people to, um, you know, go along with so many lifestyles that are being created. Because a lot of people, you know, they think you graduate college and, you know, you have to have a certain type of job. But now it's like, what do you want to do? You can do that, you know? So um, Absolutely. it's a new era of, I feel like, just the youth that are, really kind of creating this new world and everything is happening as you see it you know there's kind of no prediction to it but I definitely think that it's rolling in the right direction you know I love it and now I have to ask is Savage by Fenty Day like Savage Fenty what is your involvement this is today this is happening no I watched it last night oh my god Um, first of all yes this is my second savage fenty show um definitely was super excited when they asked um for me to come back and it is so fire i mean rihanna first of all powerhouse like you know you you can just say rihanna like there's 
that explains it all. Um, but he is obviously a style icon. So I feel like even personally to just, you know, be asked to do something, you know, including Rihanna is just really dope because I think she also represents like what that new woman looks like. And so it was really fun. And, you know, a lot of times you won't see a lately in lingerie and heels and, you know, a full bob wig. And, um, you know, it, it helps bring out again, like what's this new side that, you know, I could kind of like take that and be like, hmm, how do I elevate this? <laughs> you know, but then it's also, I think this, it just exudes this confidence, you know, in any woman, you know, and so uh, she, again, she is doing it all right. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's out today and um, definitely going to watch it a million times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. I cannot wait to see. That's awesome. Yeah, she is. Um, hopefully you'll be able to recognize me because again, she is, her hair is very different, but, um, I think they, they made it look really cute because I've all, I'm always wearing like a crop top and like baggy pants. So, uh, Rihanna stylist, uh, Elijah, he actually put me in like these really like cool chain mail kind of boxer shorts. And then you have bra top and like a choker so again sexy but you know she's still a tomboy but she's wearing heels and she's strutting down the runway so it's really dope <laughs> oh my god you're having your fun and now off to Paris Fashion Week well geez <laughs> I'll be here Alele no <laughs> oh my gosh it's been so fun to talk to you excited to follow all you're doing thanks so much for being here today yeah thank you so much that's all for this episode. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with someone else you think would. Thanks for listening to the Glossy Podcast.